0: For those of you who don't know, my main job besides doing the blog and the podcast is working as a personal chef. People hire me to come to their house and cook a meal for a special occasion or party or whatever. And no matter what I put on my menus, my biggest seller is always whole roasted beef tenderloin. It has been my most popular item since I started my business almost four years ago. The other day I was at the grocery store and they had whole beef tenderloins on sale. Now, because beef tenderloin is such a popular item, I thought it was a great opportunity to show you what to do with a whole tenderloin once you get it home. So today's episode is not so much about cooking, it's about butchering or fabricating, to be more specific, a whole beef tenderloin. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and this is How to Clean a Beef Tenderloin. So the first step to cleaning the beef tenderloin is to remove all the excess fat sinew and connective tissue hanging on the outside. Most of this can be pulled away by hand. One side of the tenderloin will have what's known as a chain running the length of it. It's composed mostly of meat and fat, which really isn't edible as is. You can eat it. It just won't be very enjoyable. The best thing to do with it is to take it off the tenderloin and use it to make broth or to cut away the meat and fat and use it for skewers which i love to do you can freeze it and throw it on skewers later Uh, you can pull the chain away from the tenderloin mostly by hand but you'll need to cut away the last little bit of connective tissue so if you're looking at your tenderloin you'll notice on one side of it there's kind of this like scraggly piece that runs the whole length of it and if you take a finger poke it down inside and then just kind of drag your finger along most of that's going to come off and then you can just kind of cut away any bits that are stuck and then at the very top of the tenderloin where you have these two big flaps Um, you can just cut that chain away. And I know this is super confusing. I highly recommend you go to the blog. Um, just go to chefsnotes.com forward slash beef dash tenderloin. I'll share the link in the description because you're going to see all the pictures and that's going to help a lot. Now, once the chain and connective tissue are removed, you'll, you should see a long tapered piece of meat with two flaps attached at one end. That's the tenderloin on one end. On the end of the tenderloin with the flaps, you'll notice a big piece of silver skin. Now, silver skin is a connective membrane that doesn't break down when cooked, so it has to be removed. Otherwise, the tenderloin won't seem so tender. It will be chewy. In fact, it's best to do this with a boning or fillet knife. If you don't have either of those, a sharp paring knife will do the trick. Cutting away the silver skin. So the easiest way to cut away the silver skin is to find an edge poke the tip of your knife under it and start cutting in long thin strips. Don't saw at it. You don't want to like have all these nicks in your meat. Just put your knife under and then just in one smooth motion, cut away as much as you can and cut as close to the silver skin as possible. So you waste as little meat as possible. You can even slightly angle your knife up towards the silver skin uh, and that'll help you get uh, more, or help you save more of the meat is what I'm trying to say. Cut the silver skin away, and this means that you're going to lose a bit of the meat. The better you get at it, the less meat you'll lose, but it is worth it because you don't want to eat that. You spend a lot of money on these beef tenderloin, losing an ounce or two of meat to ensure it stays tender is absolutely worth it. So now that you've got the chain and the silver skin off and all that like excess bit on the outside, you can flip the tenderloin over. On the underside of the tenderloin, there's gonna be some flaps of meat and fat. This is where the tenderloin is connected to the skeletal structure of the animal, and this needs to be cleaned up too. All you can really do is cut it all away. Keep your knife as flat as possible and make long, smooth slices until the flaps are removed. The flaps can be used to make skewers or broth so they aren't going to waste. You can also like um, uh, grind them and make ground beef if you want as well. It's gonna be pretty fatty, but it'll still be really tasty make a fantastic burger i would imagine so one end of the beef tenderloin there are two extra pieces of meat Uh, i believe these are called the tornadoes these can be left on but in the interest of even cooking it's better to take them off of course they aren't going going to go to waste these are really good pieces of meat so to cut the pieces away use your knife and make a long smooth slice down the outside edge of the tenderloin the separation between the tenderloin And the other pieces of meat will be more obvious with the smaller piece than with the bigger piece. So one, one of these two pieces is going to be bigger than the other, but it shouldn't be too difficult either way. What you should have once those pieces are cut away is a fully clean beef tenderloin. So it'll just be a long, thin piece of meat that is tapered on both ends. And then you should have these two other pieces um, that are really, really good to eat. Um, You can roast them. You can grill them. You can save them for skewers anything like that because uh, they're tenderloin meat they're really really good now at this point you can cut the tenderloin into steaks or tie it to be cooked whole if you're cutting it into steaks trim the tapered ends uh, and add them to the scrap pile again don't waste the scraps um, you, there's so much stuff you can do it it's really good in stir fries too if you slice it thin stir fry it terrific um, this helps this will help you get a more equal size steak so just trim those ends off Um, And then you're going to get more even sized steaks if you're roasting the tenderloin whole as I prefer to do You're going to want to tie it Now this isn't strictly necessary But it helps the tenderloin keep its shape when cooks and help it cook more evenly use butcher's twine to tie the tenderloin Um, Butchers twine is a hundred percent cotton string that you can buy in most grocery stores Tying the tenderloin so there are a few ways to tie the tenderloin the first way is to cut 12, 10 inch pieces of twine and tie each one evenly around the tenderloin. By far the easiest way to do it. The second way, and the one I prefer, is to use butcher's knots. Now, this was written as a blog post. I'm gonna try my best to explain this, but I highly recommend you go to the blog post and look at this, because it's gonna be super hard to explain. I'm gonna try. So tie one end of the twine around one end of the tenderloin then make a big loop with the twine and twist it twice. So the way I do this is you just tie the tenderloin on one end and then you drape the twine around your hand. You want a really long piece of twine for this. Drape the twine around your hand and then just twist your hand twice. One, two, and then loop that over the tenderloin and pull. The loop will tighten around the tenderloin. It's like a slip knot. And do the same thing again and space the second loop out from the first uh, by about an inch. Repeat until the whole tendalone is tied, then cut the string and tie it off uh, with a basic knot. This technique definitely takes some practice, but once you get the hang of it, it becomes the easiest way to tie anything, a roast, whatever. It's really, really helpful to learn this. I highly recommend you go to the blog post and check it out. There's like 12 or 14 pictures there describing it, so it's definitely worth checking it out. The scraps, so the largest piece of scrap meat can be tied and cooked as a steak. That'll be one of those two flaps you cut off. The other pieces of the meat can be sliced for skewers, stir fry, or stroganoff, delicious. You can also finely chop it for beef tender, for uh, beef, um, I have written beef tenderloin, but what I mean is beef tartare. There we go, that's the word I was looking for. Um, Tenderloin is really, really good for beef tartare. Uh, but that's only if you're going to eat it right away the other scraps like the chain can be roasted and used to make broth really nothing but the fat and sinew should go to waste that's the key and then what do you do with the whole tenderloin well this post really is more about cleaning a whole tenderloin than cooking one but i should give you an idea of what to do with it so i like to mix one tablespoon each of fresh thyme rosemary and garlic all chopped up with a quarter cup of olive oil and a big pinch of salt and pepper Then I rub that on the outside of the beef. Put the tenderloin on a sheet pan and roast it in a 400 degree oven or on a barbecue for about 45 to 50 minutes or until the internal temperature reaches 127 degrees Fahrenheit. Flip it halfway through cooking. Take it out of the oven, loosely wrap it in foil, and let it rest for 15 minutes. Then cut the string away, slice, and serve. Then can you freeze it? You can freeze it, clean or unclean, without losing any quality. But if you don't have a vacuum sealer, it's best to freeze it in its original packaging before you clean it. The wrap up. So if you were to go to the grocery store and buy two Tenderloin grilling steaks, you're going to spend probably $25 or more each. Now I bought this whole Tenderloin on sale for $80 and I can feed eight to ten people with it, plus have trim for two to three other meals that's a pretty good deal, but it's only possible because I know how to clean the tenderloin and now you do too. And I hope you enjoyed this post. I know it's a little different than what we used to do and I don't honestly know how well it translated to the podcast format. I hope you got something out of it, but I highly, highly, highly recommend you go to chefsnotes.com forward slash beef dash tenderloin and check out the blog post because again, It's going to be way more descriptive it has all the pictures which are going to help a lot for this specific post anyway thank you so much for listening remember to like the episode share it with your friends share the podcast we got to tell people about it people that's what we got to do if you like it help me spread the word so that we keep doing it i love doing it but i need to know that people are out there listening so Tell your friends, get more people involved. Share your recipes with me. Go on social media. You can find me everywhere at Chef Ben Kelly. Share some pictures of the food you've cooked. I just want to hear from you. I love you all so much. I can't wait to see what you're doing. Have a great day. I will be back next week with another fantastic episode of Food and 5. I'll see you soon.